What is up, Pantano, all of you make listeners? Thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for I, making it. Hey, I see what you did there. For making it? Um, I did make it. Yeah. Um, it's good. I'm here. Uh, I got my man Dylan over there on the microphone. We've got our main man, Saul. And we're, unfortunately, we don't have any of uh, this stuff with us. We don't have any salsa this week. Saul brought no salsa. But here, hey, you know what? <laughs> Your wife just gave us the best segment ever. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna rat her out. She's in the room right now. She won't get on a microphone because, but, but, but for a good reason. Well, she's an attorney and knows that she would have to incriminate herself <laughs> if she got on this, on this microphone. Um, uh, and she's watching the world cup right now and, uh, we're scared she was going to yell goal really loud into the microphone, but she brought muffins. So, um, I don't have a sound bite for this, but we got a new segment. Sing it. Just, you sang uh, a song. I don't know what I sang, but it's going to definitely be, uh, oh, we ought to call it muffin top Monday. Oh, that's fantastic. A minute and eight. See, I made, it, eight. I made it a minute longer. <laughs> Muffin tops with men. Bro, we got a new segment. I mean, it's getting so good. Um, I could wear some yoga pants. Uh, <laughs> we have Pantano yoga pants on Pantano.shop. Oh, go buy. No, don't go buy those. Don't, don't. So, actually, Saul, so go buy those. Oh, no. I need you to wear those in Revive. Uh-uh, not going to. Because <laughs> Revive, Revive would, you'd have a whole new clientele. You'd reach so many people. If we just started marketing uh, yoga pants with Saul, um, you know. <laughs> this is where your wife raises her hand and goes, uh, this yeah, she's writing notes over there. She's not watching the World Cup. She's, she's like, taking notes. <laughs> she's like, I'm taking every note for the lawsuit that I'm going to have to figure out for them. Um, so, uh, well, hey, I'm glad you guys are on here today. We are, uh, uh, man, it's just been a crazy couple of weeks. Um, yeah. It feels like the last three weeks has been like uh, like a solid year in, in, like, in like three weeks. Um I mean, we go all the way back to, like, I was in Louisville a month ago. Nashville. We were in Nashville together. I was up at Cal Jernigan's cabin the week after that. So, well, you preached this last weekend, which we're going to talk about. Um, and then last week was just crazy. I was home, and, I mean, we, we've been all over the place the last week together. Yeah. Um, but we did. Uh, Thanks we for a, the invite. Well, I mean. <laughs> you uh, didn't. It wasn't my list to invite you to. I mean, I, <laughs> if it was my list, you'd be invited. But, sure. Um, you well, know. It's whatever. Uh, actually, you were invited. The area-wide prayer summit, we invited the entire staff to go to. Um, and apparently prayer for our city means nothing to you. But to Saul and I, it means a lot. So we, uh, uh, we you know, hey, he is moving to San Diego. Like, I mean, you know. I invited you. Yeah, <laughs> you did invite me. It's true. We're going to start a Pantano San Diego. Uh, bro, don't tease me like that. Because uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it. A, a, I'm, I may just be remote for Pantano Tucson Pantano San Diego. Um, it'd be like, where in the world is Trevor San Diego? And no, no, that's actually where in the world he is, San Diego. That's not his last name. That's that's where he is. Um, it's, uh, I, it's Mr. Worldwide. It, it, it is Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> I wish I had the soundbite from Good Charlotte where they're like, worldwide what? Like, I just dropped that right there. Um, so anyhow, we've uh, we just had a lot going on the last few weeks. Um, we did have the Area-Wide Prayer Summit this last Thursday. There was over 125 leaders from the city of Tucson. We got together and spent an entire day in prayer over the city, uh, which was fantastic. Um, and then Saturday or Friday, what day was it? Friday, we had Friday. our Reclaiming Hope conference here, which was a, a, a conference where we helped people with trauma training and invited a bunch of leaders from around the state in. Uh, and for whatever reason, they asked me to be the keynote for that, which I still don't know why. I'm like, I bring more trauma to people than I help. Um, and so I was like, but it was a whole lot of, she didn't raise her hand. I'm fine. She's not over there like, nope, sorry, that's a legal issue. Um, I, I feel like she's she's the voice of reason. She'll let me know. Um, and we can edit if we have to, which we don't ever do, apparently. But um, 
<laughs> well, there'd only be like 10 seconds of footage of our podcast. We'd be like, hey, welcome to the make. And that's the end. Um, but the re- said a minute eight. It, hey, I made it a minute eight today, bro. It wasn't eight seconds. Um, but the Reclaiming Hope Conference was fantastic. Um, there was a couple hundred people on campus this weekend. And it well, and was, before that was Server City. Server City. Yeah, we had Server City, which we had just Pantano folks. We had over, over 1,200 mm-hmm. folks involved, and we had over 2,000 from the city involved. And Just um, been moving. It, it has been cranking. And then, um, and then today, actually, uh, I spoke at Gospel Rescue Mission today for their um, recovery. I don't, I don't know what it is. It was their Thanksgiving conference. Yeah, Thanksgiving recovery conference, helping folks yeah. that are in recovery, mm-hmm. um, which I'll be honest with you, one of the greatest like responsive, like that's not the word I'm looking for. One of the best responses from a crowd preaching was that group. Yeah. Like, cause they're all people in recovery and they're all looking for hope. Mm-hmm. And, um, some are active recovery, some are on the front end, some are on the back end. And I mean, like fully engaged, like not a person in the room, not engaged. And, uh, it was just a really cool morning and you just get that renewed sense of this is why we do what we do. Um, all of these moments, but this last weekend, Saul preached mm-hmm. and, um, Fantastic message, by the way. Um, we're in a two-week short series called Thanksgiving. I know, real creative, right? Um, he had thanks. This next week, I have giving. Mm. And uh, I, I, Dylan, I know you probably have notes on this and conversation pieces on this, but um, just well, thoughts on it and questions for Saul. Yeah, I think it was like we went to the 11 o'clock yesterday, and mm-hmm. so like you had already found your footing. I, I mean, you definitely found your footing and run through, and then you get your 9 a.m. So the 11, it felt like you were just super comfortable. Mm. And your story just like comes to life as you're talking about the store manager. Yes. Is there any part of that story that is like spiced up a little bit for like for the story or is it all like that is exactly how it because like that is one of those stories where I'm like this sounds like a, a movie translation did no. you lie on stage or <laughs> did you tell the truth because it's just like oh my gosh like that's crazy no it actually did happen and this store manager actually I didn't tell the full story um, he did a full circle. He encountered Jesus. Oh, that's so cool. And he actually... Um, no, that's the lie. That's no, not true. That didn't is. happen. That's the special. <laughs> no, he actually goes to church now. Awesome. Uh, he's built a relationship with Jesus. Him and his wife go faithfully. Uh, there was some stuff that I left out because it was pretty hard working for him. Yeah. Yeah. He was just focused. And like I said, he was... I, I just believe he was used to driving the process, mm. not really leading people. Yeah. And that's kind of the statement that I made of what it was lo- working for him. Well, and I think some people drive the process because there's somebody above them mm-hmm. that's pressing on them. Oh, yes. You know, and so it's, you don't, and that's, I think the thing we forget too, even with people that are in superior in us in our job as far as authority, is sometimes we forget they have somebody that's pressing on them and they may be pressing on us and they don't know how to handle the pressure that's being pressed on top of them. And so sometimes a gracious spirit with them actually what you just said can turn yeah. someone to something even deeper. And there was actually something even deeper. I didn't know I was transferred that store to that store so that he can get rid of me. Ooh. Yeah. Did it work? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I didn't know. I mean, so I could have spiced it up a little more yeah, because <laughs> all my emotions were in that, in that season. And we're using the word spiced a lot today. <laughs> spiced for not having any salsa in front of me. We're using a lot of the spicy language today. Spice. Yeah. Not spicy. Language. Old spice. We're not using spicy language. <laughs> uh, we're not going to like unintentionally bleep things out on yeah. here today. Like, um, but it is muffin top Monday. So um, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Yoga pant yesterday, like whatever you want to call it. Like we're, we're in with the Pantano logo. Um, it's Instead of like little bleeps, we'll just use like a train whistle. It's the sound of the train going <laughs> off. <laughs> Getting off track. <laughs> 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 
Uh, one one thing that you said yesterday that I, I really, really kind of was convicting to me, uh, just in, in a season that I'm in right now, you said to live a life of gratitude, have a heart of gratitude for what Jesus has done. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes um, we find ourselves in seasons where it can be difficult to find something to be thankful about. Yeah. yeah. You know, like right, like we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but right before, like the day we were supposed to leave for Nashville, uh, I woke up in the morning and found out that my car had been stolen in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, no, not just your car. Well, was yeah, stolen. my car was stolen. My wife's car was broken into um, and her steering column, and her was steering stolen. column was ripped out. Oh, so my. like, how do you, you just drive it like a, I don't know. Pair of pliers? Like, I, what it, what, what it looked like was they were trying to steal her car. They got spooked and they left. And so they had already gotten mine. Oh, my. Um, but, but who doesn't in, need a good steering column? Right. I I'm mean, like, I don't know what the aftermarket value is on steering columns. <laughs> we had to look that up. I mean, they're stealing catalytic converters well, <laughs> like every other day here right now. We'll, we'll yeah. link it in the show notes what uh, aftermarket steering column is worth. That would be hilarious <laughs> if that's in the show notes. Like, that's like an Easter egg in the show notes. We were like, oh, that's actually what a steering column costs. Wow. Yeah. Um, but in in that, um, and then me and my wife, Melissa, have just been in this waiting season of trying to figure out, you know, where is the Navy going to send us and what's housing going to look like and just, uh, you know, a million different things. It's been difficult to find something to be thankful for. It's just, it. We've talked a lot, you know, at home about it. it. Just feels like one of those seasons where it's, you know, you get the air knocked out of you, you stand back up just to get the yeah. air knocked back out of you again. And so that was what you said was super convicting, like to live a life of gratitude, be grateful for what Jesus but, has done for you. But mm-hmm. uh, let me speak into that from somebody who's been watching you guys go through it. Is I've never felt like you've been ungrateful in any of those moments. Mm-hmm. So like literally, you called me as I was walking in the airport that day. I'm thinking you're on a plane in Nashville, and you're like, "Hey, so you want to hear about my morning?" And I was like. Hopefully you're 30,000 feet right now because, and you're calling me and you're so pumped up that you figured out how to call from like outer space or something. And you're like, uh, my car got stolen and I'm still here. And I was like, no, seriously, what, what are you calling about? Uh, and then you unpack that and you talk about what was going on. But then not only to see like, yeah, it sucked in that moment, but you, you didn't lose your mind in that moment, at least with me. Um, now maybe you and your wife had, <laughs> I'm this ain't a therapy session, so we don't have to talk about it on the podcast, but, um, but I'm guessing like we have those seriously God moments, but yeah. then you were, you were in Nashville that night. We hung out, um, and not ideal. You're dealing with stuff on the phone and all that kind of stuff. But I, I saw you like, you weren't a different Dylan because you were going through stuff. Actually, you leaned in harder mm-hmm. and were actually even, I think more gracious than you probably should have been in that moment. Um, yeah. well, not should have been more gracious than I would have been in that moment. Mm. Um, because it was stressful. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I I think you guys epitomize a little bit of that that attitude of gratitude. Um, I really believe that just watching you guys go through everything from, uh, well, even her taking the bar, mm-hmm. you know, and the stress of that. And then, um, but staying with this attitude, you know, I, actually it was early on in our podcast where before that, that episode, we sat up there and prayed mm-hmm. um, over that. And I like, I remember that, like I, that was a... But it was also that moment where I'm like, I'm watching you guys live your faith out actively in this thing. Like, if that had gone a different direction, I don't doubt you guys would have responded appropriately. Um, and so I I, th- I think from watching from the outside in, I think you guys actually display gratitude better than most people I know, mm. just in the stress of life. So, and now you're moving to San Diego, and <laughs> you're going to have a new stress. It's called me being a visitor in San Diego. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> you know, all the legal implications that come with that. So, um, but no, I, and I think too, so like, I, I think yeah. piggybacking off of your message yesterday, um, we were talking backstage yesterday and I think there's a perspective sometimes we miss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember the first time I went to Africa, 
we land in in Tebe. We drive seven hours north to Lira, um, in uh, like we're on the border of Sudan, and I'm in a children's village with kids that had been rescued from the the forest because they watched their entire village in Bartolo. Um, Coney came in and wiped out like 852 people in their village, and uh, these kids at like three, four, and five years old were living on their own in the jungle for like six months. Mm. Meet these kids in this children's village. We pull up. First of all, four Ugandan women carried me. And that's like, I got pictures to prove it. They carried me half a mile down a road. These kids are lining the road. Like I'm like a drunk orangutan. I've been on a plane for 28 hours and a car for seven. I'm just like, am I dreaming right now? Is this really happening? Like four Ugandan women are carrying me down and they're not like big women. They're like tiny women are carrying me. And I'm like, why are they so strong? I don't understand. Um, And these kids are lining the road cheering for us as we're coming in. And you just feel so like unworthy of this moment. And then I'm watching kids in a field with no shoes playing with an old tire and a piece of rebar, and they're happier than most of the kids I know in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I had this moment, I'm like, what am I ungrateful for? I, I'm mad that I've got too many pairs of shoes in my closet, and I don't know which one to wear. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have these moments where you get this kind of global perspective, and you're like, oh. Well, okay. that's kind of what, like, I feel like that's where uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, 5.18 comes alive, like, be thankful in all circumstances. Yeah, right. Like that's a universal term. Like that's something that anyone, like whether it's, you know, someone in London, someone in San Diego, someone in New York, someone in Africa, like all, yeah, all circumstances, be thankful. Yeah. And I don't think we sit in that enough. Like, and I, like, I mean, obviously we, we planned it going into Thanksgiving to do a, a series called Thanksgiving. Wait, we planned that? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, it's almost like we think. I thought it was happenstance. <laughs> it's like, wow. That's just weird how that happens. Weird coincidence. Um, we obviously plan that, but I think that, you know, just as we're moving into this, you know, this, this next week, um, you know, going home for Thanksgiving for a lot of people or people have family coming in town. Uh, I was talking to my barber today. Tensions get a little high sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. And so I, I think just even sitting in that and saying I'm thankful for my family, like my family can be chaotic and it can cause me stress, but I'm thankful for my family. Yes. Hey, Dylan's family, if you're listening to this, he didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, I, don't don't. What take didn't it, I mean? Don't don't take it out on him on Thanksgiving that he said you guys are stressful. Like don't don't take it out. On that, him. Well, that was like a third person thing. That wasn't. <laughs> no, I heard it. I heard you say that your family's stressful. Um, I'm just help, I'm helping you out. I'm helping them help you. We're gonna trim this part out. No, no we're not. No, we're not. Help, help. Hey, help me help him. That's what that's what we're trying to do. Hey, by the way, I didn't tell you that. Did I tell you this a couple weeks ago? I was driving up to. Um, Cal's cabin, and we went instead of going um, Payson, we went um, Prescott, and went right through um, where all y- your wife's family is. Oh, drove right through there. Oh, wow. uh, it was great. And I, I had this moment when I exited. I was like, "Wait a minute, I know this place." Um, do and, you know it, or do you know it by memory? Well, I know or, it both yeah. because we've driven through it before. I just didn't put two and two together. You know, when I'm flying yeah. out here from Ohio, I don't care about anything in northern <laughs> Arizona. I'm like, just get me to the cabin. <laughs> this time, I live here, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's people that I could potentially like yeah. show up at their door and be like, hey, I know your daughter, which would be really awkward. But, hey, I know your daughter. Can I hang out? I, I mean, uh, they would uh, say yes. Yeah, they probably would because they're probably really nice people. So, I mean, look at her. Are they as stressful? Look how nice she is. Are they as stressful as your family, Dylan? <laughs> no. Okay. Just, just checking. Again, don't hold it against him. He wasn't being mean. He was just he was being honest on the podcast today. That's it. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm, I can't, th- I'm thankful for you. I bet you are. <laughs> You're like, I'll be thankful when you stop recording this podcast. That's when I'll be thankful. Um, so, so, I, <laughs> um, so from the message yesterday, if it just kind of, you've sat on it for a day, you've preached it. Um, 
you were full bore preaching hangover when you got to my house mm, this morning. Like yeah. I could see it. Like that's why we we got you some good coffee, which we'll we'll transition that in a minute. <laughs> which would have been a great transition moment. Yeah. But yeah, um, what is the one thing coming out of that message yesterday that you're like maybe you were surprised by in the message that you're like, wow, I, the way people responded or the way you leaned into a moment that you're like I didn't expect it to impact the way that it did. What was that moment for you yesterday? Well, this morning when I walked into the offices. Uh, uh, the response, the responses that I heard from people, from staff, uh, there was a staff member that just came up to me this morning and says, you know what? Uh, I had like a dozen people, a lot of people come up to me yesterday. And I think she said, I said a dozen, I exaggerated right there, but see, oh, see there was the preacher story for her. <laughs> uh, she said about five people that came at, to her afterwards. And of course she wasn't in the sermon. She wasn't listening to the sermon, but she said that a lot of people came and said, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you, because if it wasn't for you, we probably wouldn't have been here at this church. That's really cool. And uh, she works in our kids' ministry. That's awesome. So it was Stephanie. That's awesome. So, well, Stephanie's fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know what I love about Stephanie is that Stephanie is Stephanie. Yeah. She's just who she is. Yeah. I, I absolutely love Stephanie. She's one of my favorite people. And like yesterday after service, there's um, there's a family in our church that I love dearly. They lost their 16-year-old son right as I got here. I did the funeral. Mm. And um, Stephanie was their contact point. Wow. Um, and yesterday, like I totally, here's what's funny. Like I totally forgot about that whole part of your message where you're like, Hey, go thank somebody. Uh, so I had three or four people yesterday, like, Hey, thank you. And I was like, well, that, I mean, that's so strange. Like four different people said the same thing, but thank you. I mean, I appreciate that. <laughs> now it makes sense today. I'm literally sitting here like, yeah. Oh yeah, dummy. He preached on gratitude. Um, but they came out yesterday and they were like, and I know what they meant when they said it. Like I had trouble receiving this, but it was like, Hey, thank you for getting us back in church. I'm like, well, first of all, I, I didn't get you back in church. All we did was love you through one of the toughest moments of a parent's life is mm. losing a child. And, uh, and there was a whole team, but Stephanie was the impetus for that. It was not me. It mm. was Stephanie. She was the contact of the family. She sat in the room with me. She did the counseling with me. She did all of that with this family. And so like, I'm, I'm actually really grateful for Stephanie because mm-hmm. she has a way of entering the reality of people's lives. Yes. Um, in a way that other people don't. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, that's cool that that's the impact you saw, though, that you yeah. didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize it. And then there was a f- other comments as well that, you know, uh, they went up to people and just said thank you, and people were just blown away. Why are they saying thanks? Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it, isn't it amazing when you just, you thank people for little things mm-hmm. that nobody else is thanking them for? Yep. Like last night, we went to uh, Brian Regan, comedian, um, downtown. Some friends got us tickets, and we went. Afterwards, we're in the parking garage down on 6th Street, and... We're coming. It's one of those moments where the parking garage, you're like, why are we in here for three hours? Like what is happening? And uh, literally traffic was backed up and we finally get down and the gate is broken, but the security girl that's working downstairs is putting everybody's ticket in manually and then has to manually raise for every car. I mean, there's like 400 cars in the parking garage. So we get there and you can just tell like, we're like six cars back and you're like, you can just tell she hates life and everybody in that line right now. Like she's just mad. And I'm sure people are being ignorant to her. And so we pull up and- uh, we just, we, the first thing we do is, hey, thank you. We know that this isn't ideal, but thanks. And she just stopped and kind of looked in the car like, well, you're welcome. And it was like, a, a simple thank you mm-hmm. could shift someone's entire day, mm-hmm. entire moment, you know? And it, it's like, I know a lot of our staff do this, but I walk around here a lot with our building staff because they only get, they only get probably the negative stuff most of the time. Like, why didn't you do this? Or why is this out of place? <clears throat> I try to catch them and go, hey, thanks for all the work you're putting in. It's yeah. noticeable. You make well, I was, this- was going to say, like, I, I want to brag on our staff and our leadership too, because like, that's something that I've worked for an unhealthy church before. And in something as tense as Christmas or Easter or just normal everyday ministry, like it yeah. can be very uh, just awful to like, 
the season can suck, but the season can suck more whenever no one is acknowledging that it's tough and they're right. thankful for you. Well, right? and you and you get a lot more horsepower out of yourself and others when you actually are just even when everybody knows, hey, this is going to be we, like I know Christmas week. Mm-hmm. I love Christmas. I love Christmas in church. I don't hear me say anything other than that. It's a really long, stressful week. Yep. Um, and that long week, it's not a normal 40, 50 hour week. It's like a normal 80 to 100 hour week. And it's one of those where every, it's kind of tense. Everybody's trying to get to one one goal. What Everyone's I love, tired. Everybody's tired. Yeah. It, but what I love at Pantano is that what I've experienced in the last year is that everybody just kind of loves on each other through that moment. There's not a, you know what, I'm going to punch you in the face later. I mean, if we say it, it's just to be funny. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't say it to anybody because I don't, I don't want to be punched in the face. But um, what I do love is that there's just this rallying around each other of gratitude. Like, I... Mm-hmm. I just watch it and it's like, I'm able to look at Phil and Grady and, um, and Joseph and, and you guys and go, Hey, I know this is a lot of work. Thank you. Like, and that little thank you, I know for me goes a long way when someone says to me, Hey, I know you haven't seen your family in two days. I know we've got this coming and just thank you for the work you're putting in. It it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just think that little bit of gratitude goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Or sitting at a restaurant and just actually have a conversation with the server. Um, instead of just when you go get your coffee. Like yeah. a lot of times I've noticed this, uh, Aaron actually said something about it the other day. Whenever you, you go grab your coffee, the barista nine times out of 10 is going to say, Hey, how is it going today? Right. And most of the time, like nine out of 10 people are going to go right over that. They don't even acknowledge that they're a person. Or they've got yeah. their phone in their hand and they're just, I'm fine. You know? Yeah. Like even a day, like at, at, at Yellow Brick, when we stopped there today, um, they got the big roaster back there and the one we stopped at over there off of Alphanon and, uh, Literally, I'm like, there's two girls back there working on labels and all this kind of stuff. And I, I literally had a moment to go, hey, by the way, we've talked about your coffee on our podcast. And she right away was like, oh, that's awesome. Tell me about your podcast. So we get to talk in. Um, and then I just thank them for what they're doing back there. And it, I, I don't know. I mean, there was two other people in there. And I, I don't know if they've seen another human being all day other than those two other people. <laughs> but why would you not take the opportunity? Yeah. It's just like the airport. I go through TSA. TSA agents take so much crap all day. Mm-hmm. Like all day. And people are like, well, they're just grumpy. I'm like, they're grumpy because you're grumpy. Like, yeah. So, it, like at Tucson Airport, I, I go through every time I'm like, hey, thanks for, sir. I know that this is a thankless job. Thanks for checking my bags. Thanks for keeping us safe. Um, thanks for, you know, telling me to go in a back room because you want to search me more. Thank you for all those <laughs> things, right? Um, if you act like you like it, they won't do it, just so you know. Um, sometimes I'm like, can we go in the back room? And they're like, no, go to your gate. That's weird. Um, it's just a little, little life hack for you with TSA. Act like you like it. They might not do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we uh, before we have a little coffee, Dylan. Um, what for you yesterday? What what was the moment? Uh, obviously, you talked about just kind of the season of life you guys have been in. But what was that moment where you're looking at the church, going, "Oh, that was a cool moment." Like internally, like in the room. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I like we've heard a lot. Um, I can't even. But the story of like when Jesus heals the lepers. Mm. I think that's a story that gets told. Not as often as the Christmas story or the Easter story or things like that or John three sixteen, but it's a story that's told pretty commonly in church. And I don't think that a lot of us sit in that that tension of that man was healed by his faith, right? Like no one else came back and said thank you, and and you kind of you you shown a little bit of a light on Jesus' humanity in that moment because just the way that you said it, it almost felt like Jesus. Like maybe his feelings were hurt a little bit. Maybe he was a little upset or bothered that no one said thank you. That's just a little glimpse of Jesus' humanity because he was fully God, but also fully man. Yes. Well, he and had so to be that's, disappointed. That's something that I don't think we, we look at a I lot. I mean, think, of, well, 
I'm scared to say this to you. You can't think about this. Saul, think about your kids. Um, <laughs> I don't have those. No, no, no. Think about the muffins um, while we think about our kids. Um, but I, I think about your kids. You ever have that moment with your kids where you, you go above and beyond, do something for them, and then there's not a thanks or even a little bit of gratitude? Oh, absolutely. And you have that moment where you're like, seriously? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm now I want to slap you in the mouth because you're not thankful. <laughs> you're a little ungrateful jerk, you know? And and. You know, I think there's that moment where Jesus, and I agree in that story where Jesus is just like, seriously? Like, I I just healed you of the thing that makes you a social pariah. Mm-hmm. And now you're cleansed, now you're healed, and you can't even say thank you? Mm-hmm. I, I, you're ostracized by the culture, and I've just taken that ostracizing, like that ostracizing away from you, and you can't even so much as go, hey man, thanks for that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's crazy to me. Well, and then you go on to say that their circumstances, I think you said their circumstances changed, but their hearts didn't. Right. Yeah. And so like that, how often is that us? Well, that that's what I was going to say. For me, I'm like, you, we read these stories and go, what's wrong with them? And then God's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like how many times have you stopped today and go, hey, God, thank you for this. Thank you for this. Thank you for this. Thank you for this. Well, again, even just kind of like convicting on myself, um, we got some good news about my car, like insurance is going to declare it a loss. We're going to get money for it. And it looks like it's going to play out pretty well. Um, we found out we were going to San Diego, all that's within like a 24 hour span. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a super great afternoon. The next morning we wake up and the ice maker on our countertop's broken. And I'm immediately just like spiraling down again. I'm like, <laughs> God, why? And Melissa's like, it's look at yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? That's cause she's smarter than you. Well, much smarter. <laughs> um, just but, but that's, it's the same thing. Like the, my circumstances had changed. Right. But I never stopped to say, hey, thanks, God. Yeah. Like, you took care of me in this, and well, you're going to take care of me in this, too. Yeah. Just well, let me even, stop. And in those moments when it's happening, we give the obligatory, oh, God. Yeah. But but it's not, it's, sometimes I think, I know I do. Sometimes I just say it to make myself feel better. Like, I gave credit to God. And in my head, I'm like, but I did that. Well, it was a checkbox. It's like a, it's right. check. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, well, it's like when we were trying to sell a house, buy a house, we had a contract on our house. It's totally stoked. We were, like I literally prayed that prayer of, in fact, I think it's it's on TikTok or Instagram somewhere where I'd actually documented it. We had prayed. I was like, God, by five thirty today, we need to have mm-hmm. a contract on our house. Five twenty five, we had a contract on our house. Oh. I'm like, praise Jesus. <laughs> then, then within six hours, they pulled the offer, and then I was like, God, why? Like, <laughs> why'd you smite me, oh great and mighty smiter? Um, and then, like a week later. A family with two daughters, little girls. That is how we built our houses for two little girls to live in. Um, and his name was Trevor, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, they they come, go through the house, and they give us actually a better offer and buy our house. And then we sat at the closing table with them like three weeks later and talked for two and a half hours like we'd been best friends for the last 20 years. <laughs> and, I, and it was just that moment where I was like, I was ready to like – have God just smite everything because I was so mad that I prayed this specific prayer and you didn't, and you answered it and then you took it away. Yeah. And God was like, I didn't take anything away. You took away your gratitude. That's the only thing that got taken away. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like, but it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things I'm thankful for. And things that happen all the time. And things that happen all the time. <laughs> is uh, coffee <clears throat> and coffee time. No salsa today. We did have a little muffin, which that muffin was, by the way, Thank you, Melissa, for the muffins. Oh, we could have muffins with Melissa. We totally missed that opportunity. 
We still could. She could come over here. She's just not going to. She could. <laughs> but she'd have to sit in that kitty chair that she's got her feet on right now. And she'd look like a toddler at the like at the big kid table at Thanksgiving. She would just be like, hey, guys. Look, um, this is not planned, but I was going to actually take coffee break to talk about like Thanksgiving this week. So you're just like. I knew. He's just lobbing that up. I could, hit. I could sense it. It's uh, I got ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the movie, then uh, we can be friends. Um, <laughs> Actually, I do have ESPN. I watch a lot of football. Yesterday. ESPN Plus. I, actually, I do, and Hulu and Disney Plus. So. Um, yeah. So, in honor of the muffins and like this mini feast that Melissa made for us, I figured we could all just kind of talk about what we're going to do for Thanksgiving. I like that you called it a mini feast. It like, is. It's like we just ate twenty muffins. Like I people mean, have no clue. But there's a ton of like these aren't just normal muffins. I the, feel like we should acknowledge. Did this. you have one? Not yet. Eat one, bro. bro what are you doing, man? How He's you drinking gonna, water. Let him drink his water. How are you going to insult the person that made the muffins? It's sitting right in front of you. Watching the World and, Cup, and actually, she can see him. Like they have a direct line of sight in like, the studio. Yeah, we can't like, even see her. Like now, she's looking so, at him. Like you better eat one, eat or I'm going to cut you. Like it's <laughs> it's one of those. Like she's. I mean, she's. Uh, hey, yeah. Norma's not here. That's what I thought, but Melissa is. <laughs> it's going to work its way into just about every episode, so you might as well get used to it. Um, sorry, you got. You, I'm gonna wait. You got to eat a muffin. I'm not. I'm not going any further till you pull a muffin out. Ten. All right. Yeah. Uh, I want y'all to, can you hear, here, this, that's the tin. We make our own sound effects on here. Um, I know that's hard to believe. But, uh, well, Could you chew a little bit closer to the mic? Muffin. Yeah. Muffins don't make noise, bro. Like, they're not crunchy. You're like, Could you chew a little closer to the mic? He's like, <laughs> they're soft. It's like a sponge, bro. Like, well, I thought that you might hear the wrapper come off and you didn't, so... Yeah, it's also not a Hershey bar. It's it's still a muffin. No I don't need this today. <laughs> I would just wish he'd be like, and then people would be like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? That sounds so disgusting. Um, but you're thinking about it right now. How is that? It's good. It's good. Really good. Thank okay, you so that that's these are these are Kodiak protein muffins. Mm. They're so, so good. Like that's why I said a mini feast. It's got like a ton it, of protein. It, it, it's in it. true. And I'm, I am going to the gym after this, and I'm like. <laughs> Hook a brother up. Of course, your boy today over at Gospel Rescue gave his lunch at 1030 this morning. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was a salad, which was great, um, with a lot of chicken and protein and stuff in it. But I'm like, okay, so I had breakfast at 5, I had lunch at 1030, and a muffin at 1. Uh, it's been a great day. You're great. Um, it's, and a lot of coffee. <laughs> a lot of coffee. Um, so, coffee time. So, we're drinking the the Blue Heron from Crema again. Uh, it's so good. It's, it's really good. We're going to work our way through this. Is this, it, okay, we brought, did, did you buy one from Crema as well? I bought one from Crema and I bought one from Barista Parlor. I don't even remember which one I bought at Crema. Was it this one or yeah, was it it's this one? Okay, it's a okay. Latin American blend. Yeah, it's really good. It's really um, good. and and that's one thing. As weird as it sounds, it's not like a forced plug. It, I like the way that blends kind of work their way into family gatherings. Yeah. Um, because like a lot of a lot of roasters will offer a blend around Thanksgiving, around Christmas, big travel holidays where a lot of people are going home to see family, because normally a blend is going to have something for everyone. Right. So like it's super easy to take it home and make coffee for your family because it's more of a crowd pleaser than maybe a, a single origin Costa Rican, Ethiopian, Honduran. Blends are just a little more user well-rounded. They're user-friendly. User friendly. Um, actually, today, Saul and I went before I spoke over at Gospel Rescue today. Um, we stopped at Yellow Brick, which we've talked about on here. They're local. Apparently, I thought they were coming on our podcast, and I made that up completely. They can. I mean, we'd love to have you, but apparently I made that up just in my head, apparently. I, I swear we had that conversation, but apparently we didn't. Um, uh, apparently, I was in a preaching hangover and thought you said something else. Um, but we went there this morning. They had the Costa Rican in, on house today, and, man, it was so good. Um, it was so, so good. 
And uh, actually, I'd never been to that yellow brick. That's like, I'm guessing that's our original space. Is it the one that's more like a roastery? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's no bigger than this studio Yeah, and it's got, it's got a lot of, a lot of stuff on it. And, um, uh, is that your, is that, hold on a minute. You guys don't know this, but, uh, what just walked in the door is the Compton city what? OG just walked in the door. <laughs> what I love is we're, this is what I love about our podcast right now. We're recording. This is real. She showed, hold on. She just showed up with salsa. What? <laughs> Uh, can you like we can hear them? She just showed up with something like we we were so remiss because we had to have muffin top Mondays and <laughs> you know there was no salsa with Saul and that, look at so much salsa. Oh my gosh, I could take a bath in that. There's so much salsa. <laughs> That's a mental picture I didn't need. <laughs> I'm so excited right now. It is about to go down. Oh my gosh, my word! You can't just walk away now. The Lord loves us. That's all for you guys. The Lord loves us. She needs. A, hey, give her a muffin. She needs a muffin. Yes, come get one of these. Norma, you got to have a muffin. These are protein. Melissa Kodiak made muffins. They're they're blueberry Kodiak muffins, right right here. Salsa was. Well, I'm. Oh, wow, I just can't not do it. Like that was the most OG thing that's ever happened on the podcast. I can't right there, believe that happened. Like I like that. I like that. Did you know that was going to happen? She just texted me. She was outside. So, you, but prior to that, you did not know. I did not know. Wow, that's her. Hey, this is what I know. This is like Sonia for me. Somebody knows your schedule better than you, and was like, "You can't go in there without salsa." Now you know why I have to behave. And I don't behave. Uh, I have to behave. Oh, well, that's yeah, why. That's why he's got to behave right there. I love that. That's become its own character on the I podcast. I also love that we keep doing that, and they can't hear it in the room. They can't through that headphone right there. Yeah, it's cranked up really yeah, loud. It's, it's really loud. Um, I, I wish we could pipe that through campus. Just when Norma walks across campus, that's what you hear. Like if she goes past every speaker, it just hits on like a, all the way around campus. That would be. Fantastic. I want like a, someone like on a keyboard being pulled on a wagon to just, just follow. play it behind her. <laughs> Actually, if it was so old, it'd be even better. Like, uh, I feel like we just created, we've a just whole... completely derailed. This. Oh, yeah. I, I would like to point out you helped with that one. I, <laughs> I, I didn't completely derail that. Um, well, how did I? Cause you talked about a little man in a cart with a piano following her around. I mean, that's, that's way deeper than what I just did. I guess um, I'm going to go to the dream. Melissa, did he help derail that just a little bit? Yeah. See, she even gave that. Yeah. Probably a little bit, you know, if um, if I weren't your husband, did I derail it? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> absolutely, that's a little bit of bias. even more so. Council's biased, um, but we have a smorgasbord. It is Thanksgiving. It is a feast. It's Thanksgiving week. Like <laughs> when I tell you how much salsa is on this table, like I we take a picture of that and post it on the Instagram for the make. Um, I mean, we could eat salsa till Jesus returns. Right now, there is unless he returns a day, then I guess we can't finish it. But. That is so much salsa. Um, I feel like she just whipped that up in our office, too. Like She's like, hold on. I'll be right over. I got to make some salsa right quick. Um, it's amazing. It is. But by the way, as I don't know, apparently I don't even know what time it is. Coffee time, muffin time, salsa time. We're going to put it all in a cup and see what it tastes like. Um, but the other Aww. night. That's yeah. like the Happy Meal in a blender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it'll probably last for 20 years because it's a Happy Meal in a blender and it'll taste the same in 20 years. Um but really cool story. I'm going to brag on Norman Saul. Um, probably Norman more than Saul because yeah. Saul doesn't like to covert ops anything. But uh, apparently, I was on my back patio. What night was that? Sunday night? What night was that? Sunday. Did you come to my house Sunday night? Was that the night? I have, I have no concept. of No, last night was Sunday. What's today? Today's, still, I don't know. Was that Friday night? Thursday night. Oh, yeah, because it was after the prayer summit. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm at home. I'm, I'm on my back patio. I'm working on stuff. I'm enjoying the back patio. They... All of a sudden, I see my ring doorbell go off. 
And I'm like, every time my ring doorbell goes off that time of night, I'm like, Norma's here somewhere. I know it. <laughs> like I can sense, it's like Spidey sense. You hear the music. I did. I, I played on my ring doorbell every time she, she walks up. And, uh, and so I'm like, my doorbell went off. And then I see somebody walking, like you can, like, you know, sometimes ring doesn't catch up fast mm-hmm. enough. So I see somebody's figure going through my door and I'm like, somebody just broke in my house. And my... <laughs> I'm like, how'd they get in here so fast? Like, that was crazy. Um, and then I walk in, and there's Norma standing at my kitchen counter with Laura and, and Natalie's in there. And uh, they brought us, like, this gift. It was so thoughtful. It's this, it, it's like the size of this table. It's like a charcuterie cutting board, but it's got our name burned into it and the date of our um, establishment of our family, like the Vage family established 2001 um, for our anniversary and this beautiful blanket that I've not got to use because my daughter commandeered it right away. Um, <laughs> she was like, sorry, dad, there's like 42 blankets. You don't get this one. I'm like, there's 42 blankets. I should get that one. Um, and then this candle, I mean, it was just beautiful. And here's the best part is Saul was so scared. He sat out in front of the house in the car, like the getaway driver. He was like, he was straight up like, I, I, I don't, I'm not involved. I'm just going to drive the car. You know, if the cops show up, plausible deniability. I was just, I was just stalking some other neighbors. I, I don't know what was going on. Um, but it was just a cool, like, I love the way that you guys have loved my family. It's really cool. And I, you know, people are always like, man, your wife's quiet. And I'm like, no, she's not quiet. Like she's an assassin. Like she, she, she's, she's just paying attention to everything going on around her. Right. Um, and I, I've joked like with Norma and you guys, I'm like, just be tenacious with her. And, and like Norma, you're like a pit bull. Like she's like, all right, well, I'm just going to tell her until she tells me she doesn't like me. I'm just going to keep showing up. Um, and it's great because uh, my family feels loved on and cared for. And now I got like 40 gallons of salsa that we're going to figure out how to distribute. Um, I feel like we could do like our own angel tree with salsa right now. We could just be like, we're going to hey, give hope. Hey, it's what, giving hope. What needy families need salsa this Christmas? Cause we have plenty. Um, and uh, actually my family, my family's needy family's for salsa. Needy. And we're going to, we're going to take that. Um, but going back to the coffee, I don't, I, were we talking we're, about coffee? Did we have coffee? Tonight? We did. Um, this coffee, uh, I would highly recommend go to crema. Um, you can get it online at their yeah. website. Um, we'll put a link to it. Uh, if you want the Kodiak muffin mix, it's, um, you can get it. At, you can get it anywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, not anywhere. Like you probably couldn't go get it at Circle K. I, I don't know. Don't underestimate Circle K's little grocery section. I'm just saying. You never know. <laughs> we'll go on a. We'll go on a Instagram adventure and oh, see should. who's right. <laughs> Well, I, I can tell you that adventure is not going to last long. I can tell you who's probably going to be right. <laughs> it's probably going to be you, um, but because I don't go to Circle K for anything. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was the last time I was at Circle K. So if you know that reference, we can really be friends because that means you're not as young as Dylan. Um, that means you. I, uh, oh, let's be honest. What do you mean? Let's be honest. Have you seen Bill and Ted's Excellent yes. Adventure? Yeah, but how old were you when when it came out? I don't know. When did it come out? You weren't born. I promise you. <laughs> Look it up. No, he's going to look it up. Look, here comes Google. Let's call him Jeeves. Remember Jeeves? Ask Jeeves. Hey, Jeeves, what year did it come out? It came out six years before I was born. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Would you like to recant your little- uh, I didn't recant your it. Your little passive I don't, I don't need like, to recant it. Type, I just, I didn't know. Let me type this into Google and I prove you wrong. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Do you see how like aggressive he was about looking it up? Like he was going to prove me wrong. He's like sweet. he was so like- he swayed off the mic and he yeah. just went full force. Like using scope? <laughs> that was my typing sound. Well, I don't know how to make keyboard sound. I mean, I'm not an impressionist. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Ding. Like, that's typewriter. Yeah, like, that's I, wrong. Uh, you know what's funny? When people are like, hey, call me. Nobody does that anymore. Have you seen what kids do now? They just put their palm up to their. That's stupid. That's what they do now, though. 
Hey, hey, call that. me. That's, like, what? What are you, really? a DJ? Like, call me. Like, but look, that's what you do. Yeah, but that makes no sense. It's so <laughs> it stupid. makes more sense than someone who's never used one of these. That doesn't I think it's sense. dumb, too, but it makes sense. Okay, well, when people are like, hey, can you roll down your window? We don't go, hey, can you roll down your window? Like, we, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> By the way, nobody can see what I just did. But I was cranking, like, crank down windows, not, like, the power button for the window. <laughs> like, I just did that, like, we're on video. Like, did you guys see that? Like, it was great. Um, you know what? Here's what I've realized. We don't go off the rails nearly as bad when Saul's not here. No. It's my, him. It's my, Saul. My laughter just encourages He's an everything. agent of chaos. <laughs> That's what he is. Like, he, he instigates and then steps back. Like, he, he pretends. He's just sitting down there laughing. Here's what I know. Like, he tried to play off this whole, like, I didn't know Norma was coming. Thing. <laughs> Whatever. He planned this, like, a week ago. He's like, hey, I'm going to be on a podcast. Don't bring anything. Yeah, how did you I, not see her make the salsa? Yeah, come on, man. When I got home, she wasn't even home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> see, our, our listeners can't see us right now either, but we're giving you very stern looks. Go ahead and Google something. I don't know what you're about to Google. You're like, <laughs> I take show notes during all of these episodes. I don't so. do that. I think you're like the HR rep now. You're like, mm-hmm, I'm going to take some more notes. I need to give this to legal counsel over on the couch right now. Because, oh, general uh, counsel's keeping notes. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that was coffee time. And wow. Um, take a breath. Um, yeah. I, it's unbelievable. I know, what, I know what it is. What is it? It's the second segment we've done in the afternoon. That's it. That's what mm. it is. These I, things derail in the afternoon. Yeah. He's right. I, no, I yeah. disagree with that because they derail in the morning too. <laughs> like I totally but much. it's worse. Yes. It is worse. <laughs> this is 2 o'clock on a Monday afternoon and we usually do this at 10 o'clock. That's true. So this is, it's in. after. I've had more time to lose my mind yeah. on Monday. So I, there's less of you here. Oh, there's way less of me here. And, I, <laughs> and on top of that, I preached this morning. So I'm like, I got like a double whammy of like a little bit of a preaching hangover, a little bit of, I've not really had a lot to eat today. I ate a muffin, drank some coffee, and now I'm looking at 40 gallons of salsa in front of me going, I want all of it. Hey, what if we poured the salsa in the bag with the chips? And shook it up? Closed the bag, shook it up, and then like dry aged it. Is that something we could do? Look at look at him. You've I don't just know. hurt his feelings. <laughs> I was like, what? No, 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 no. I think I think we're on to something. <laughs> Salsa dry aged chips. How would you do it? I don't know. I'll figure that out later. Like I'm not a scientist. <laughs> like I'm just the idea guy. Like I You're fine. telling general counsel so she can like patent pending it. Yeah, put that put that down. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, November twenty first. Welcome to Norma's new salsa. <laughs> It goes back to the low rider. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, that was such a great idea. Such a great idea. You can tell we're also closing in on the end of this season because it's it just is. like, I don't know. Let's talk about anything. Who cares? <laughs> like, we talked about gratitude. I'm really thankful that we can do whatever we want on this podcast. I'm, I'm really thankful about that. Um, so, c- coming at, <laughs> I'm trying to put this back on the rails, and I don't even know where the rails are. I think we may have pulled the rails out of the ground. Um, now, we're just trying to drive a train on dirt. That's what's happening right now. It's like, <laughs> Like here, see if it'll run on dirt. You know, uh, like when I, my kids were little, they they had a train set and it, they would take it off the rails and put it on the carpet. And they were like, "Dad, why won't Does it go? work?" I'm like, "Cause it's in the carpet, dummy. Like, put it on the tracks. That's where a train's supposed to go." Well, now um, say it to yourself. Yeah, put it on the track, dummy. That's, that's true. That's true. But that can't find the track. That's the problem. Like when the track's missing, you got to figure out where to put the train. We're driving a train through the dirt in the middle of the night in the desert. <laughs> yeah, and we just had like seven javelina and a mountain lion. Like we're trying to figure out how to keep this thing on the rails it's like bullet train with brad pitt you seen that movie (laughs) i can't endorse that movie i'm sorry i've never seen it don't go watch it um but as we come back to this gratitude thing we're coming into thanksgiving this week um what are you what are you the most thankful for this year so well as i was actually thinking about it i'm actually thankful for you 
Oh, oh, that was cute. Yesterday, no, now you're trying to be cute. I actually, <laughs> I actually saw you in the cafe yesterday, and you were thanking the volunteers. You were thanking our staff. Uh, and from what I understand, you made it through campus yesterday thanking ministries for oh, the yeah. work that they're doing around campus. So, I mean, that in itself, you know, I thought about it, but you actually did it, oh. which was awesome. Well, thank you. So thank you. Well, that was sweet. We just had a cute moment on the podcast. Can I you like sit that. there and receive it for a minute? I did receive it. Okay. I did receive it. <laughs> I'm receiving it. All right. I'm receiving it right now. Dylan, how about you? And don't say the same answer because then I got to punch you both of you. You took my answer. Yeah. Oh, sorry, bro. It's good. good. Um, it's like love fest over here on the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> my cheeks hurt already. <laughs> uh, um, I, I'd say it's similar but different. Um, I'm thankful for like emotionally healthy leaders. Um, mm-hmm. Coming out of some some past seasons of my life, I haven't really been under healthy leadership or had healthy mentors or. Um, just, just good people I can do life with. Mm. Um, that's been something that I've been, me and Melissa have both prayed for specifically. And that's something that, um, Pantano, be it staff or, or volunteers I've gotten to know or things like that. It's just, this is a really, uh, healthy season, yeah. um, that we get to, to be in right now. And we're super grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm mine <clears throat> is kind of like a, well, not a combination of those because I'm not thankful for myself. I'm not sitting here like, hey, I'm really thankful for you, bro. Uh, wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> what are you thankful for? Me. I'm really thankful for me. Um, I take really good care of me every day. It's wonderful. Uh, I call myself every day, text myself. I'm really generous to me. Um, that's good. Sent myself a card yesterday. It was great. <laughs> I bought myself some Starbucks. Dear Trevor, thank you. Um, <laughs> how hilarious would that be? <laughs> like. I give myself gratitude every day. You know, it's like that old skit where he looks in the mirror and he's like, gosh darn it, people like you. Um, uh, No, actually what I'm really thankful for is this community right here where we're at. Um, Our Pantano community. um, And we, you guys know this. I mean, our our family has been through a lot in the last year and a half. And to see, like it was a year ago Saturday, last Saturday at Serve Our City, um, the day before. um, It was a year ago last Saturday that we signed the dotted line to be... um, in line to take over here for Glenn. And I, one, I'm really thankful for Glenn and in his leadership in the, in the generation prior to this and, uh, and really the legacy that he's created here. Like there's what we get to be a part of right now, what we get to do. Um, man, Glenn just worked tirelessly for the last 20 years, um, really building a great structure, a great church, um, great, great policy procedure, vision, like all of those things. Um, so I'm massively thankful for Glenn and Jolene and their ministry here. Um, I love our staff. Uh, like genuinely, I, I did a leadership talk at All Staff last week, and I talk about the parking lot test on a on a team. You you know chemistry is good, and the, the parking lot test for me is when you pull in the parking lot and see someone's car, you have one of two reactions typically. It's like you're either like oh, I got to find a different entrance because I know they're in there, which is not great, or it's the Oh, there's Saul's truck. I can't wait to get in and see Saul this morning. There's Dylan. Well, used to be Dylan's car. He does. We don't know what he drives right now, but well, I don't. I don't know wow. what. Well, I don't know what you're in. Like I, I can't. I can't do the parking. That's too soon. Well, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it was too soon in Nashville when we made the joke. It, now it's fine. Um, I like that. I just told him it was fine, even though he told me it was too soon. You're fine. Um, you're fine. Um, but I mean, like pulling in the parking lot and seeing someone's car that, you know, like, and that's our staff for me. I pull in and I see people, like, I'm genuinely excited. Like I pull in at seven fifteen, seven thirty in the morning, and Paul's Jeep's out there. Mm. It actually beeps at me because if you get anywhere <laughs> within a hundred yards of it, it's like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, you know me, let me come by. Um, but you know, to see someone's car in the parking lot, I pull in and I love our staff. Like, I just absolutely love it. Uh, I love our elders here. Our elders are fantastic. Um, and I just genuinely love our church. 
we've got some of the nicest people on the planet earth at Pantano. And when people around the country ask me, they're like, so what are they really like? I'm like, actually they're really good people. Um, and I'm really thankful for a community that just lets us be us and do what God has called us to do. And, and so I, I'm honestly, of all the years of my life, this is probably one of the most thankful years I've got going into Thanksgiving just because of the camaraderie. Um, I think about our trip to Nashville. We took with our production team a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm not sure I have laughed that hard in five years. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm like at Carabas. We should have been kicked out of Carabas, but we were the only ones in there. And <laughs> They knew that they needed to get money from us, so that's why I we I think didn't. they wanted to. I think they wanted to kick us out because we were just having the time of our lives. And then that just continued right back to the house that night. And I we laughed probably till 1 in the morning, 2 mm. in the morning. Yeah. Um, it, it hurt everybody at 8 o'clock the next morning when they were all trying to get up and go to conference the next day. But <laughs> it was a lot of fun the night of. I can neither confirm nor deny that um, we may have had a mini bachelorette party for Dylan at the house. <laughs> um, I mean, we were in the bachelorette capital of the world, um, so... Uh, it may have involved a pink cowboy hat and a pink feather bow. She's got it on her phone right now. I love that your wife is ratting you out. That's right not now. going That's in the show notes. Uh, well, depends on which show notes you look at. If you go to, if you follow me at Trevor Devage on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or anywhere, it could be in my show notes. So come on over if you would like to see Dylan all bacheloretted out. And now here's the thing: you didn't just put it on for a picture. I didn't put it on. Aaron put it on me. Okay. Well, first of all, you left it on for like four hours. <laughs> Because I knew if I took it off, it'd get put back on. No, I, I don't know about that. I think you really enjoyed it. I think you were you were really pumped about your bachelorette party in Nashville. You even you even had a glass that tried to be on it in the picture. Oh, it was unbelievable. Oh, wow. um, and that right there is uh, how you get a podcast that's already off the rails. Now we're on a rocket ship to somewhere, and we don't even know where it is. It's, uh, we, we just boarded a rocket ship to nothingness. Um, but I, I am. I'm, very, I'm even thankful for like this, to, to have a, a, a medium where we can just be us. Um, and our church gets to lean in and just kind of understand, like, this is a place where it's just okay to be you. Yeah. Um, it, you know, and I love that our conversations are always steered by the gospel. Uh, but I, I think the one thing church misses a lot, and that's what I love about Pantano, is we miss the opportunity just to have a good time. Um, like I, I don't do stuffy legalistic Christianity very well. Um, and usually legalistic stuffy Christians don't like me very much, um, <laughs> cause I don't do it well. Um, but that's what I love about Pantano. That's what I love about our city is that that's not the norm here. Like it's, uh, it's very much like we deal with a lot of really like heavy stuff, but we also have a lot of fun together and we do laugh a lot. I mean, it's not just for the sake of a microphone and a podcast. If these mics were not on, we'd probably still be laughing and having. We were the same laughing before we started. We were, we were, and actually, the, un, unintentionally, we left an Easter egg at the end of an episode <laughs> a few weeks ago, where somebody was like, "Did you realize the mic was still on for like five minutes afterwards?" And that's why I looked at Dylan. I was like, well, "We got to go fix that," because <laughs> um, <laughs> I like my job and I just want to make sure we keep it. You know, uh, uh, but you just never know. You might find one of those little nifty Easter eggs at the end of a podcast, or <laughs> accidentally turn it on beforehand and just see what happens um so what do we got coming we've got a lot coming down the pipe here at pantano uh yeah we uh rooted is in january so that's like kind of long term what we're looking at um but i like how you said long term like that's a month away well, if you add a one and carry the zero and What are you, Chris Hamlin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got to tell the story. <laughs> we were sitting in a production meeting, and Chris uh, was trying to find a way to delicately tell the production team that the, Christmas was soon. Yeah. And he's just like, if you add four weeks and then take away a week here, and then you take this Sunday And then out, you give a month back, and we were like, 
What are you trying what? to say? What you're trying to say? And he's like, Christmas is in like three weeks. It's like, oh, oh okay. Well, yeah, means- we knew that. Why didn't you say it that way? He's like, I was trying to ease you into it. <laughs> you're making me do math. That's like trying to get in the pool when it's freezing cold. It's like, I'll just put a toe in. No, you just, won't. Just push me in. Just jump just, in. Just jump in. And get it over with. Um, so that that is like by the time you're hearing this podcast on the 23rd, um, we will be exactly a month away from our first Christmas Eve service of five. Yeah. Yeah, we got so uh, starting on December fourth, we kick off the best Christmas ever series, and that yep. goes straight into our five Christmas Eve by, services. By the way, you can get some best Christmas ever swag. Yeah, you can if you go to uh, the online store. You can buy a best Christmas ever sweater with your yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> you no, want you I'm want the sweater. <laughs> you want the sweater because we're gonna wear them during uh, Christmas Eve, and I think the the shop said you need to order them by like December twelfth to get them by. Christmas. Eve, I think so. we ought to get so an oversized one to wear with his yoga pants. <laughs> uh-uh. Pantano. I'll be in parking lot anyway. Pantano church. <laughs> You're going to be our walking Pant- billboard in yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like Nacho Libre. You like my stretchy pants? <laughs> oh my goodness! I have so many things wrong with me. I just need help. I just. The, the fact that there's things that don't come out of my mouth that are in my head is a small miracle because if everything came out, I, I just, I can't even contain that. You know oh what I mean? Um, it's going to be a, it really is going to be best Christmas ever. We're, we've got some really cool surprises in store for our community um, mm-hmm. during that. Um, and one of them is our end of year giving, um, our Christmas Eve offering is going to go to uh, Feed My Starving Children, yep. which is an organization where we will pack meals um, in February. And uh, I think, is it half a million meals we're packing? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to pack half a million meals. Here's really cool. We had somebody already give us the seed money of like $50,000. Um, and so we're going to we're gonna take even more of that and put it towards uh, Feed My Starving Children. We'll have an actual number we're going to try to hit for Christmas Eve this year. Um, and then we've got some really fun stuff in store for um, that we just got up our sleeve to make it the best Christmas ever for some people in our community. And that's going to happen on Christmas Eve. We'll start talking about that this weekend. So don't miss services this weekend as we talk about that with uh, – Thanks and giving this week is giving, and we're going to talk about that this weekend. Uh, and then Rooted for sure. Sign up for yep. Rooted um, if you've not done that. This last Sunday we had our second baptism celebration for people that have been baptized, and uh, I still love watching people. We walk them across campus. They um, they get like one of them ball pit balls and they write their name on it, and then they put it in our one display on the other side of campus, yeah. and it is it is beautiful. There was one. My favorite image is this little girl. She's got the balloon. She looks like oh, yeah. uh, like she was going to get carried away by the balloons. And her <laughs> and her mom brings her across campus and has to lift her up to put yeah. her name in the display. And uh, I think Chris cool. got it on video, but yeah. literally just watching her getting lifted by her mom to put her name in the display. Um, and then see the excitement of our people that are getting baptized. I mean, it's literally been, I think now we've eclipsed the 325 folks mm-hmm. that have been baptized since January 1. And uh, we're hoping we're having baptisms on Christmas Eve this year. Yep. I'm at all five services. And so um, it'd be really cool if uh, Christmas Eve we go over that 400 mark for the mm-hmm. year of people that have found Jesus here at Pantano this year. Um, I think that would make it the best Christmas ever. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, just to see that happen. Uh, Dylan, anything else we need to uh, unpack? <clears throat> Those are the big ones. All right. Um, how about you, Saul? Only thing you want people to know? No, that's all. Hey, how about Revive, real quick? Oh, man, they were popping yesterday. They were. Yeah, there was a lot of people. We had a Thanksgiving celebration potluck over there. Hey, I heard and, Norma said that um, when you're not there, more people show up. That's what I heard. That's what I heard, too. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. I can either confirm or deny that she said that, but my sources are credible. And it was you in I the car this I'm morning. I'm just, I'm just saying. Huh? Uh, and I think I just got you in trouble. And so... Uh, <laughs>
if Saul goes missing, uh, look under a large charcuterie board at my house because that's probably where he is. <laughs> He's gonna have the Devage name like across his forehead. She's like, I took care of him. He's done. Um, now for Christmas, talk about Revive Christmas. Um, well, we're gonna be integrated with the with our normal services. Yeah, which and is we'll be having translation, available. which is going to be awesome. Yes. Um, I just I, I love what is happening in our bilingual piece of our church right now. And uh, God's doing some really cool stuff in that. Yeah. And uh, just to see the excitement, and we're on the same preaching schedule. Mm-hmm. We're on that. Like, it's just so much fun. So to be able to hear you preach yesterday, and then I walk over to Revive yesterday, um, and you got translation happening, and I'm hearing it in like that context. It was so cool for me to be like, oh, this is how it translates across, literally how it translates across campus. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun to just step in and then see the room packed with people. Yeah. Of course, when I said, man, there was a lot of people who were like, we had food. That's why. And I'm like, well, then have food. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> um, we'll have more. Apparently, we people just keep showing up for the podcast because we got food over here right now. Um, so with that, we're going to eat some chips and salsa, some muffins, some coffee. And then uh, <laughs> apparently, we're going to go into a coma and try to find the tracks for this train and get it back on it at some point, some way, shape, or form. Next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to tell you that's going to happen. I got news for you. Come back next week and find out where the train is in the middle of the desert. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of The Make Podcast, where we're moving from Sunday takers to everyday makers. To learn more, head over to pantano.church slash the make. We can't wait to see you again next week.